0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Fly, fly, to be a fly. Fly, fly, come and be a fly on the wall. Yeah. Hello there. Our house is a furniture store. Come on in. I'm your neighborhood-friendly black girl, Amber.
1: And I'm a, a white man named
0: Ben. Welcome to Fly on the Wallet, where two salesmen are just trying to sell you the furniture of wisdom. Please buy all the products they advertise, like Tabasco sauce, Baby Dove soap, bam. Now, we was already paid for the ads why, why, why are we plugging them again anyway we're here to share our stories of dating parenting and what happens when you record it all for the world or you know a, a, a small following to see anyway how you doing today
1: man I've been working on my stand-up feeling very inspired oh yeah and and my my progressive comedy i I got a future in it
0: Got okay. Hit me with one of the, the jokes you've been working on.
1: If the stay-at-home dad doesn't work out, I'm gonna do progressive comedy. You know.
0: Like you want you want to hit me with a little jokey joke then?
1: Um, it. it uh, I can work. I can workshop some concepts I have for you.
0: Would love to hear those. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not ready yet. So, but we'll workshop
0: them. <laughs> not on the podcast. What What's one that's in the queue that you're workshopping?
1: Um. I I'm not ready for it. Okay, it could be um uh uh, like
0: (laughs) you need at this point you need to be like uh this live isn't it? (laughs) You remember Mookie? Yeah, not Mookie. What is his name? I named him Mookie in my head. The years ago they tried to years ago they tried to put me in the Marshall. Well, go ahead, Marshall. Give us one of your raps. I love you. Why don't we just read something from your book? Yes. Uh, If you're not familiar with what video I'm talking about, I will link it in the episode show notes. I'm going to write a a note right now to do that. Um, Why don't you thank people for supporting us on Patreon and tell them what they can see there.
1: Yeah, you can go on to Patreon. I got some really wonderful things there. You can uh, watch Amber's documentary that was recently accepted into a film um, festival. I'm very excited. We're going to ATL. It's called Bronze Lens. It's a black, historically black film festival. They're exciting. Um, I also posted a very funny video of teaching Wild how to eat watermelon. Um, yes, so it's it's on there. It's uh, Amber did not feel comfortable posting that for the world to see.
0: Wait. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, when last I checked, you were plugging our documentary and a very black event. How did that transition to our child well, eating watermelon?
1: Uh, so... We were arguing the best way to teach a child how to eat watermelon recently. And I filmed like I just wanted to do the big, you know, Flintstone chunks and she just picks it up and eats it. And you're like, no, you got to cut it up into little chunks.
0: OK, but, what did that have to do with the film festival?
1: Well, no, it's just on Patreon. We post things that might have too much swearing or might like in this one, like Wild was eating without a shirt on. And Amber's like no longer ever since she got accused of being a pedophile. <laughs> Uh,
0: things that happened this year.
1: Things that happened this year, or her okay. video of with Wild without her shirt on. I'm so doing sorry. a baby dove commercial. Got Amber accused as a pedophile. So there yes. was a. Sometimes we let Wild run around in just her little diapers because she's a baby, right? And so th- she does very funny things. So I'm like, oh, this is got cool it. for patrons to support to to who support us. They can watch it and laugh.
0: Got it okay. You you know. Let me let me connect the dots that were happening in my mind. You were mentioning a black film festival and then you've transitioned to eating watermelon.
1: I understand how this would look.
0: Okay. Okay. I was like, what's happening now? But we're good. We're good. You see that? You see how that was an interesting jump? And I was like, why are we we talking about watermelon and fried chicken with the black film festival? But that's not what happened. Well, we're great.
1: I didn't even mention fried chicken. I know,
0: but I'm just saying that those two are typically. You're not like going to cancel me. Stereotypes.
1: I um, know it would make you feel better if I was no longer part of your
0: comedy career. <laughs> I want you to be. I asked you at the top of the show, which we're still at the top of the show. I asked you to g- come with some some jokes, and you said I'm still uh, workshopping. Uh. Yeah, that was you. Anyway, I understand what you were saying. Now I I have full confidence in the fact that you plugged the Patreon well, and now we can jump right into the show. what's wrong
1: what would ever give you the impression that something was wrong
0: you not talking you pursing your lips they can see you pursing your lips all right so you found something funny on the internet that you wanted to make fun of so why don't you talk to me about it in our hashtag influence section
1: yeah amber and i have a thing where we send each other the dumbest thing on the internet that we found that day so i think a lot of people do that in their it's relationships. So, they're like wow this is the dumbest thing people people actually think this way okay and so you know sometimes it mostly it divulges into like hardcore trump supporters being completely silly um yeah uh so this was someone made a video of like three cultural norms i try not to participate in this is my white woman voice uh, which I actually don't know any white women who speak like this. Right. Um, so I'm going to continue talking like this. Well, d- do it, but do it so we can understand you. So they, um, she's like, three cultural norms I try not to participate in. One, making fun of my husband. Two, talk- talking about my children being a burden or something like that. And then three, <sighs> pretending I need a drink to be a good parent or to get through the day. So I send this to Amber saying, oh, God, this person is the most pathetic human being. And I've...
0: so judgy, too. Yeah. We can. That's just not realistic. Everybody talks about their husband.
1: Yes. So I think what this person is trying to do.
0: Everybody hates their husband. No. Everybody wants to kill their husband. Everybody knows that. No. Everybody.
1: If you actually want to know how Amber would kill me, go back and <laughs> listen to episode seven. Damn, we get into yeah. it there. So, okay. what What we're seeing is, and specifically in the United States, is that women are feeling more empowered to talk about their unhappiness and their relationships. And yeah. Specifically, the difficulty of marriage. So it's no and, longer and this parenting. sweet... Yeah, and parenting. It's like my husband is all wonderful and he's so good, you know. It's like, actually, no, we can make fun of men now well, because men culture is just stupid and funny. Yeah. And there's lots of parts of it. Like men, the the obsession of sports that most men feel. Yeah, Women feel it as well. Totally fine. Uh, but the, the man hyper-masculinity can be very funny. And especially like societally, how men are trained to be, you know, disorganized Etc. Or just not being, or, you know, being slow at doing something. So that's just funny. Women are feeling more empowered yeah. to speak up about this this very serious issue, and it's funny. Oh and gosh, doing it. Did I see in that, a that delicious way that, that sloth video the other day? Of that yeah.
0: sloth it was like me. Anytime I ask my husband to do like anything, sloth, and he's like, like
1: very slowly. I could send it right back to you. Me asking my wife to do anything.
0: No, you could not Ben. I move I, too fast sometimes.
1: Yeah, you forget. It's like but I don't done.
0: but but the the meme was about how slowly you move.
1: You know, you're you're slow too. You move slowly too to do things. I no, ask you to I do, do. Not. Yeah, you're like, oh. Well,
0: you're you're just a monotasker. You know, you you're not, and I'm a multitasker.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Sure.
0: What do you mean sure?
1: I do things. I do multiple things at once.
0: Like what?
1: Um Scratch my balls and put away the
0: dishes. <laughs> I, I hope you're not scratching your balls while putting away our family dishes.
1: Um, Sweat and cook. That's multitasking. Yeah.
0: T- but the t- the tat, okay. Obviously. Anyway, this stupid ad little bit was talking about, I, was like, I don't talk about my husband. My, my kids aren't a murdered, I love them. Yeah. I, my kids aren't a murder.
1: Especially on TikTok. TikTok is more women are on TikTok. From what I understand, than men. Okay. I think just pure numbers wise. And so it's become a place of like women becoming like this battle of the sexes at points and recognizing that we live in a patriarchal society and then doing funny things to deconstruct that, which yeah. I, I, really, I think is good. and enjoyable. It's okay to
0: hide from our kids and make fun of them. Yeah. It's fine.
1: And also, kids are burdens. And I think for. <laughs> for and a lot of time, they a lot are. of women have just been like, this is what I do. I have I have children and I move on. And, and now recognizing that this is a burden and, and being open and honest about it is becoming more normalized. I think this person feels very uncomfortable. Uh, so I, I watched this video and obviously this person... Yeah, we'll like, tag it in
0: the episode notes.
1: Yeah, obviously this person feels under attack by this kind of cultural shift. And then also... I get the third one, you know. What's mo- the third one? Like mommy wine culture is a thing. I've never heard I that phrase before, there, mommy wine culture.
0: There is a place for everybody. there, And there's yeah. a bigger place on the internet for people that are like, We're not perfect. I'm trying my best to parent and go to work and Mm -hmm. be a great partner. And the shit is fucking stupid. And now I need a glass of wine to end my day. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just hate when those.
1: It's a funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's dealing. It's addressing the issue that parenting is hard. And this person feels offended by that yeah and also it's weird that they're calling it a cultural norm it has not always been a cultural norm definitely not like complaining
0: about your family or just venting that's this is very this is
1: very new especially women feeling empowered to do this yes and so i i found that video very foolish and stupid and um completely unaware of specifically american history and uh i sent it to amber and I said, "See how stupid this person is." It was dumb. Yeah, it was fun judging their judgy video. Yeah. I actually felt better about myself. Like you, sh- I just every hate day you should choose shaming. one. Yeah, parent shaming. Every day you should one. You should choose one person and say the worst things about them in your head. Because tearing someone down can really, truly bring yourself up.
0: Right. That's what i trying to tell people. <laughs> I just don't think like the internet is has become like a diary, a place to complain, a mm-hmm. place to feel seen. Um, and sometimes you just, you don't connect with every mom at music class that's just happy to be there or whatever. Sometimes yeah. you're like, I signed up for these music classes. I'm really tired. I have a deadline to meet, but I'm going to take my kid over here. And I'm just holding on by a thread. And I I love this new resurgence. At least of- you
1: have enough money to take your kid to music Yes,
0: Club it's always gosh. that. And you're kind of like, I know when I'm tired and and it's okay for me to be tired. Uh,
1: the thing that compelled me about this video and I wasn't really judging this person. I think it what struck me about this video was that how ignorant this person was of the historical placement of women and how the internet has allowed women to have a voice. Yeah. In a way, especially mothers. There's a whole wonderful like mom culture, like stay-at-home parent culture because you you can be on your phone and still watch your kid you know you really or, can yeah uh, or it's maybe okay maybe you if your kid in. needs like
0: an hour of tv or or a chicken nugget or whatever it is yeah. i'm just i'm loving that that new cultural shift of like just breathe we're all hanging on by a thread so yeah i hate what like I, I once saw this tiktok video of this mom that was like i don't even need a babysitter because when i'm away from the home it's just not the same like it, it so the the post was like You girls can have your date nights and your Mm. wine nights. Like, I just wanna be at home with my kids. That's what brings me happiness. And everybody just like flamed her in the comments. It's like, this is the mother in law who's gonna wear like a wedding dress to her son's wedding. Oh, yeah. Like that's going to be you like you need you do as a parent. I guess we can sort of like slowly segue into our imperfect parent segment. But you still need to have your own life outside of your kids. You have
1: to. Your identity can't be your children. Oh, every single like parenting book I've been reading always says that you need to create some sort of like date night. Uh, Even even, you know what? You don't even have to get a babysitter. Don't go to sleep when your kid goes to sleep. Put them to sleep. And then come downstairs and watch a movie on your own, or like take care of yourself. Like watch, you know, watch reruns of Gilmore Girls, or do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Just make sure you have an identity outside of your kid
0: and outside of your partner. Yeah. Like, do you, do you remember what you were seeing on the internet? These like cops' wives, like, and and oh, like yeah. someone who's married to a cop gets her nails done like blue, and it's like it's not his badge; it's our badge. Yeah, it's like, oh, honey, like who? And I guess there are some. There are some careers that almost lend itself to that. I remember one time I had someone tell me, like, my husband's studying to be, you know, a pastor, and I don't want to be a first lady. Like, yeah. I don't want this, um, which sucks. But it's like you can—that's still... another
1: identity being a yeah. You can still pastor the...
0: Yeah, you can still pastor this church, and your wife have her own career. Like,
1: I don't. Some professions sort of force you into that like what you, are some other ones i think it's presidency well i think because right now in our society we're reevaluating the role of police both historically and currently mm-hmm. and also recognizing that police have the ability to abuse their power in a way that right. really no other profession so what happens is you become forced to like become a policeman's wife all military wives as well yeah because there's a culture there. there's a because we protect free speech here we have conscienti- we have a great history of conscientious objectors military wives are also, also feel under attacked because they're like you know we, we are fighting to serve you know our husbands fight to give you yeah, the freedom like that side, you deserve yeah. and then you have the other side well you know well is that it, is it freedom that must be hard
0: that must be very I'm not judging anybody in that but I I I could never live my life like that, where it's, I mean, I, I'm sure you've gotten asked <laughs> or charged up with, like, like how does it feel to just have to be, like, her cheerleader or whatever, but I, yeah. like, you have your own friends and your own hobbies, and I don't well, know. I hope you don't feel that way.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's not, like, a political element to this, where a military wife and a policeman's wife is inherently political. You're part of the government you represent a position of authority and power um
0: i know but culturally speaking i think there are some like duties and responsibilities that come with being spouses of those careers yeah
1: also pa- being a pastor is very politically charged right now right of course like if yeah being a pastor is inherently a political profession
0: i'm not talking about the political nature of it i'm talking about like the identity piece like like when you start to lose your well, identity because uh,
1: i think because it's wrapped up in politics it's easier to associate your identity with them because like i'm my identity is not really wrapped up in your identity as a comedian so much you know i don't feel right. like i'm constantly your cheerleader i'm like yeah like gee, you don't no i don't feel like that's my sole role i got you yeah like i help you with you know, editing videos, but I also get to read my own books and I get to do this podcast with you and share my own opinions. And I want to talk with you anyway, so this sort of—oh, good, yeah, I I enjoy talking with you anyway. Really, this is—I rather do this and talk to middle schoolers. No shade to my middle schoolers, but y'all sucked.
0: Oh, okay. This is this is a special shout out to them.
1: Yeah, special shout out. I got a message actually from two of my really—they were great students. Oh, but they're like, hey, um. I know you got that. (laughs) Like I know you got that brand money. Uh, Why don't you? Why don't you send us
0: some money? Two of your former middle school students asked you to send them some money. I was like, I was like, y'all broke. I see. (laughs) You said y'all broke. I see. You've been you've been hanging around with me too much. <laughs> yeah, no, they were like
1: uh I don't know if I should say I'm not gonna say their name, but they no, they were no. really they were really well their first I would not give any they're just very sweet. Uh yeah. they were really sweet kids and they were just being I've funny. definitely
0: had some former students cash app request me and I've been like
1: No. Especially it'd be the baddest ones too. You're like I I took a big enough Pay cut to just be with your ass all day.
0: <laughs> take, take it out of what y'all owe me. Yeah, yeah. That's just. I mean, also. Um, it. Okay, this is a a weird segue, but hear me out. Okay, did you see all of the? Um, sh- there was this black woman that like allegedly went missing or something, and mm-hmm. then um, I, I need to get so her so name right. What I can it's like say. Carly. What know? happened
1: was Russell. she was driving, and she called um someone uh she called her mom saying that she saw a kid walking on the side of the highway allegedly right she gets out of the car she tries to help this child according to her story and she goes missing on Thursday and she comes back on Sunday
0: yeah carly russell uh is here uh, NPR says she returned home Saturday
1: uh and so what is going on now is that it the police cannot find any proof of a missing toddler walking yeah, on the side so, of the highway. So
0: some people are saying it's it's already starting to surface that like this might have been a hoax or Yes. Different things like that. I, I don't I'm not getting involved in because it's co- it still could possibly not be a host. I I a hoax. Bro. I don't know. I don't know the ins and out, but I just know that it, it I, I why did I have this point? I say this to say like For me, it does not ever work, typically, to share GoFundMes, missing people's reports on my personal channels without doing some like serious research because and I I get that. Like so many people sent me this girl's information and all of that. Because and, and like, then like do you care about this missing Yeah, you don't person? care about like, black women, whatever, da 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 da. And like, I'm just like and I then do. she she returns back and I now it's potentially a, a Beyonce,
1: hoax. I bought a Beyonce Oh uh, No. Concert. Well I'm not
0: gonna <laughs> I
1: care about black women.
0: But this um, but this is why I just want to say this to people who also create on the internet. It's like sometimes obviously we need to share things on the internet really important things happening but sometimes this is why like when it comes to like the personal things i hesitate before sharing before having before having think pieces hosting lives before commenting because something might happen where it's like damn it was a motherfucking hoax and now i've lost my credibility
1: yeah i you mean this the event surrounding this missing person's case is completely nebulous. We don't really understand. Right, what we happened. don't know. We don't know. Uh, she went missing. Claims that there was a toddler walking. They can't. There's no report of a missing uh, yeah. toddler. Why did she go missing for two days? Who knows? They haven't really released that. So, and I think like there's. Um...
0: I mean, we don't know. It <laughs> yeah. could not be. I a mean, host. I
1: I have no idea. So I'm just saying. This I'm is not... why I avoid zero comment.
0: Right. This is but. All I'm saying is whether like she is the victim or like the villain of the story, that aside, this is why I personally like either silently donate to things or or I will I will I will share Kickstarter's passion projects. Uh-huh. Investment opportunities of like, oh, this person's making a movie. This director helps me like show some love, so show some support. Or or if somebody's selling some Girl Scout cookies or something like that. But I but we have people all the time sending yeah. us like, please support this GoFundMe. Please support this. Please, I just need cash out, Please, please, please. And it's hard because 'cause you're like, well, how much money are these people thinking I'm making? Like, what is happening? And then it's hard because you're like, this might just not this actually just might be a scam. Like that's that's where we are now.
1: Well, yeah, people people lie.
0: People lie.
1: People lie, regardless yeah. of gender, Correct. orientation.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so, just to, cl- I just wanted to like to formally close out our influence, our hashtag influence segment. If you're somebody on the internet creating or gaining some visibility, like please, please, please use discernment when deciding say, what to share.
1: Well, even that, just if you're going to donate money or give money to somebody or someone. Um, don't like fall into these traps of like influencers saying, Hey, donate to this really important cause. Like, research the cause. Yeah. I heck always yeah. research who the cause. Who runs the GoFundMe?
0: Because sometimes in some yeah. of those GoFundMe situations, like it doesn't even get back to the pockets I don't, of the person I don't, who like, set it up.
1: I'm not a fan of GoFundMe. Me um, either. For, for a couple of reasons. Me either. Uh, I'm, you know, I think there are some problems with it. I prefer donating to like an actual business or just buying a product from a business or to give money to a very specific like you know organization
0: for sure Uh, for sure anyway you want to move on
1: yeah we're on to the imperfect parent you you got a you got a postpartum question for this i did
0: we're gonna do that today because um you know wild's doing great you're still postpartum nothing new she still can't float
1: you'll be (laughs) postpartum yeah if you haven't listened you go back to listen to last week's episode remember
0: yeah. I'm just kidding I don't care i I don't I care if she I sinks would... to the bottom that's my little my little my little Oh, okay, well, we don't want that uh I got a postpartum question and it says hi, I'd love to hear about your post your experience postpartum is there any episode already on the topic? I'm having trouble finding it if so, I'm just shy of two months postpartum and I'm struggling with some body image stuff that I thought I resolved in my 20s, but here I am. Any advice will be great. And they also say love the podcast. And they also say they love the podcast. Uh, so like Ben said at the top of this, I, in my brain, like I, I will always be postpartum. This always. This traumatic experience of having a baby, I will always check that box. And, I am really in the season of like going back to what we were saying about having your own identity. I'm really in my me season of identity stuff. Like this is my time sometimes to be selfish. I love it. So I think wh- I, I, would, I, I, would, that. I would recommend two really big things to get to, to dive into the waters of self love again. One therapy. We definitely went to therapy after uh, a traumatic birth yes and um because i was i was in a space where i i uh i dreaded breastfeeding because it it just became like i just want my body back like i thought i had it back and now i'm still tethered to you with this Mm -hmm. whole milk thing and then i had low milk supply so it was just like
1: it really sucked
0: yes (laughs) That was a good joke. (laughs) So there was just like a lot of guilt and shame around that. and, uh, And it's just not my fault like it's just I'm getting way more comfortable being like honestly that's just not my fault my titties not having enough milk is really just not my fault
1: hit the car in front of my problem
0: yeah hit the car in front of me hit the car behind me it's kind of just not my fault Uh, but I had to go to therapy with Ben some of those sessions were with you and I think we had one or two without each other um, where I was just really needing to say like "I, I don't want to have sex I don't want to breastfeed I just want to like hug my body and have my body back for a while so so, um, I just kind of had to get out of my own head with that. I started supplementing breast milk and formula, and then we went all formula at one point. And obviously, she's a year now, so she drinks regular milk. But no, so well
1: not she's she's an oat milk.
0: She's an oat milk. Yeah, she's Almond. she's a bougie L A queen. But yeah, go, Ben and I going to therapy was a huge help because it just allowed each other us to like look each other in the eye and just say out loud like we have to talk about. How you lost a lot of blood, and yeah. how, like, you can't just keep pretending that didn't happen, and things like that.
1: The other thing that you had to learn thinking back on it, especially the six months, is that Amber wanted to get right back into editing YouTube videos, doing our podcast, making TikTok videos, making people laugh. Um, we, you know, we had done this Kickstarter, so she wanted to get into editing uh, this longer documentary. And she had to recognize, you had to recognize that it's okay to take a postpartum break. And that is a luxury that you were able to afford because of the way, um, one, that my job gave me time off. So I got money from that. And then also we had saved enough money. And that is a huge luxury. And if you're able to, you know, two months postpartum is not enough. And if you're you're already back at work, which most people in the U.S. are—they don't get that much time off—and mm. um, if there's any way, any way that you can just take a break from work or you know work four or five days—and I know this is unreasonable, probably for a lot of people—but if that's possible for you, I. I would recommend doing that because Amber really tried to jump back in, and she had to step back because she's like, "All right, I had the baby. I could, once you sort of walked again, we, we were sort of you were running, trying to work out more, but even then, mentally, you weren't completely um, feeling comfortable with yourself. So you need to you needed to give yourself that extra rest. And if you can't do that, recognize maybe your weekends you have your partner or your family come in take the baby, and yeah, so you can just you know do you know go on a walk by yourself take care of yourself yeah. that's huge
0: I think looking back I don't think I felt some sense of normalcy until about like 6 months postpartum mm-hmm. That was when I was like oh this feels familiar again just like little stuff and, and not even clothes cuz I had to get rid of all my clothes like yeah. I I've, I've had to start over I I've, I've just had to accept that I am just like way more productive and 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 I'm stronger in this body even yeah. though my old body and those old pictures Is, make me think that that person was stronger, but yeah. so um, you were
1: not nearly as happy. I wasn't, I wasn't. You drank, I wasn't. You, dr- you drank more. You, yeah. I think you didn't have as much regulation of like your anger. Like Amber does, can have a little bit of a temper and you've really learned how to control that and to recognize when you're about to have a flare up and exit yourself from a situation when you know it's gonna like make you really angry. Because I mean I I remember one time you almost fought a high schooler at a movie. You almost Well th-
0: they were being racist.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, there uh there was um we had watched this high schooler was
0: Black Klansman.
1: Black Klansmen and at the end they do a homage to the woman who was killed at uh the um Confederate statue rally that the alt right perform the neo-nazis yeah so these when, kids were
0: just like laughing to be like she yeah. should have gotten hit well blah, yeah. blah, blah. so i was just infuriated but yeah. but yeah to your point i think i have right. learned how to manage my anger a lot better yeah but i yeah
1: i can't see you doing that now no, I, no, like no. you'd be like these kids are idiots no so.
0: no now i'm kind of like why yeah. are you arguing with sis at whole foods yeah
1: yeah and it, yes and also to this in that specific situation there was a kid one of his friends telling him to shut up I don't know if you were. I don't know if you. No, I didn't the, see that. I just saw red. Yeah, she saw red, and so one of his kids was like, "Like, what are you?" One of his like friends was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "You need new and, friends, and, kid." You're and gonna I literally it. like grabbed Amber's hand because she had a bowl of popcorn. She was about to throw at this like teenager's head. Yeah. So
0: maybe he would have learned that day. I don't know. Uh, I would also or say you would
1: be brought up on assault
0: charges. Right. Right. I. I there.
1: <laughs> Which one of these are more <laughs> likely to happen? <laughs>
0: Good point. Good point. I would also say so, the therapy and giving yourself time and space to love yourself again is so necessary. Um,
1: Sometimes being a good parent is not being a parent. Yes.
0: Yes. And the other thing I would say is find, I I don't want to say like go to the gym if it's the body image thing. I do think it's important though to find some physical modality to. To be a safe space we, for you, we because call that I was, exercise. Because yeah, yes, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It, because it couldn't be. But exercise some,
1: can be a triggering word for people. Yeah, but yeah. but sometimes
0: it's not exercise. Sometimes it's like leave the home, go meditate for an hour, mm. come back. Like so, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like get I get physically. Remo- I, I cannot work out at home, me personally. No. And I was a huge yogi before Wild, and now I yoga sometimes. But like now I'm a a, a gym girly. You know, can I call myself that? I go twice a week, but I, the gym was something that I never liked before. Wild, and now it's like a different thing. Now you're a meathead. I'm a meathead. Steroids, no. roid gut. Um, but I think that finding a new some something physical you can do, maybe it's and and that even started with morning walks. Like I think I just we 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 both learned that we need to leave our home because our home can be a stress. A stressor sometimes because you're like, oh, this laundry needs to be done. Oh, that dog hair needs to be vacuumed. Uh, uh, uh. And so I think it's super important to find something and maybe you know, fingers crossed, that's kind of like a very supportive mommy space where you can go and be with other people that have shared that experience. And I went, I and went just to be a outside. mommy.
1: I went to a mommy and me yoga class. Yeah, and it was it was really great to hear women talk about their postpartum experience um i realized that the class wasn't for me because it correct was,
0: you compromising in the space it
1: wasn't called a mommy and me yoga it was like parent and me yoga and, but it was just mommies and, yeah. but yeah it was just mommies and they were talking about some of these struggles and they the, your struggle amber postpartum is not wasn't unique no of course it's not unique of course not yeah and i think because um I think a lot of women are made to feel it is unique, though.
0: Yeah. Or, or uh, or and uh, a third little thing I taught some of my friends, especially in the postpartum period, was like, if, if you are somebody out there who you're like, I'm not pregnant, I'm not going through that, but I know somebody around me who's going through it. I think that the best thing that you can do is to ask, when you see the mommy who had the baby, ask them how they are doing. Yeah, because you've, you've talked about this. I people. have, I love but this. I have to, you, because it's you my will, you things. will suffer in silence because the minute you have a baby, people open the door and they're like, where's my little wiggle. And you're kind of like, well, I'm bleeding, but okay. Yeah. And it's not even like and I, I'm jealous of and my I kid. Wiggle,
1: I just need, I wiggle too. I need yeah, that too.
0: I need, I need a friend. I need that friend to come in and say like, so you almost died. How you doing? What do you need mm. from me? Like it there I think there just needs to be a little bit more love and shine on the the parent that that pushed that beautiful baby out. Yeah. Um, so those are would be my big suggestions. Maybe at some point when I have the capacity, I'll form like a little postpartum pimps group or something i don't know
1: postpartum pimps sounds postpartum pimps like a vibe <laughs>
0: uh but yeah love on yourself be patient with yourself because two months is nothing like i only i started working out at the gym february of this year so wild was born in april of, so i i didn't go to the gym until almost like nine months ten months later yeah yeah so find that new thing that just makes you feel just right at home um and take care of yourself because you did something like fucking amazing and incredible Mm. like and very very hard very difficult right yeah and and make sure your partner is supporting you because i can't i will i did not and not that this is directly correlated but i did not experience um postpartum depression of course every now and then i felt guilt and just like a little bit of sadness for my old life grieving that loss but ben was such a supportive partner throughout all of this that Like, when I did not feel like touching, even touching Wild for a day, he just, like, stepped in. Yeah. So, keep, keep. thank you for helping me through. I will always be postpartum, so you just have to deal with that. And then when I get any lip from you, I want to remind you that I had your baby, right?
1: Yeah, you did.
0: Uh, Okay. You want to get into the uh, I do's and don'ts of marriage?
1: or not just marriage.
0: Marriage, dating, looking. Friendship.
1: Divorcing? It could be be friendship, too.
0: You ready for this? Yeah. Letter one. Dear Amber and Ben, I have been with my boyfriend about two and a half years. We live together, and I am over it. The relationship and living together. I did not sign up to clean after a grown-ass man. And when I bring up his his inability to clean up after himself, he says I'm nagging him. As you might expect, I just end up cleaning after him anyway. However, this man has the audacity to part his lips and say... My magic fairy has been cleaning up after me again. My real question for him is, does he know that I am openness? I saw a TikTok where someone had pointed out that men take knowing that you are not happy as a rough patch. An into- a tolerable amount of permanent unhappiness. What do you think?
1: So, one, you're enabling him when you clean up for him. So you need to stop doing that. and uh, And you need to break up with him. And I know it, it, it. that sounds like victim blaming a little bit, but you want a result, which is you want him to clean and he's not doing it. And so he, he just sees this as a joke to him. Like, so if you respect yourself, you would stop enabling him <laughs> and you would break up with him. Yeah, and I, I think this is something that I had to like. A, a, I'm going
0: to let you talk. I think yeah. you got it.
1: I think, yeah. So, this is something I did personally. I, it sounds like me and this guy, your boyfriend, have a lot in common. And Amber enabled me and basically just kept doing this. And nothing was fixing. She was getting really frustrated. And I, there was a, a level of me simply not knowing how frustrating she was getting because my understanding of cleanliness was very different. So, two things had to happen Amber had to stop enabling me. And then I had to, in the words of Amber, set my pussy up and start cleaning. But it, we had to. I had to be very firm with her because I wanted to change. I didn't like my behavior. So, but I could not change if Amber kept on fulfilling the need. Right? Like, so we. There are certain moments in Amber's and I's life where she actually like sat me down, and and would I would clean as she watched me which sounds like crazy but if you if you are not brought up and taught how to clean cleaning is not natural right it's just not natural for us to clean you know like you you have to be taught how to wipe your ass you have to be taught how to brush your teeth and you have to be taught how to clean i was taught two out of 3 of those things and amber had to fill some of those gaps
0: you was taught how to wipe your ass too <laughs>
1: So that's trying, my advice I'm to, to, to you. I am trying
0: to count the two out. Of it. <laughs>
1: just kidding. That that's my advice to you. Don't One, claim
0: for him or break up with him. Yeah, both.
1: Yeah, and stop stop enabling him, and sit. And if and it sounds like you are just over this relationship, so you have to break up. But um, it doesn't sound like he knows you are over this relationship because he calls you his magic fairy. So I think this is a game to him, a joke to him. It is. Yeah. And so i I don't know your other relationship dynamic but i'm saying just because this man doesn't know how to clean doesn't mean that he's a bad person because i was not a bad person i just had no i had no one to teach me how to be clean and amber had never had to teach someone how to be clean because even aaron um your brother uh is a great cleaner he's very yeah, he he's a great cleaner so your mom taught he all... his
0: girlfriend about not cleaning yeah, yeah
1: yeah well yeah so your mom taught all three of you you alicia and aaron how to be great cleaners. I did not get that same training. So Amber had to fulfill that training. So I want to be very clear. Just because someone doesn't know how to clean doesn't mean they're a bad person. So they just just haven't been trained. So either train him or break up with him. But stop enabling him. So you got to stop cleaning for him. I would honestly take all his shit and just put it in front of his door. Or, like, like, if he has a separate space. Like, if he has a video game space, just put all his stuff. He, he has a little shoe rack. Take all his dirty dishes and just plop it on the shoe rack. And I'm like, I'm not cleaning these dishes. You need to clean them.
0: The one thing I would add to what you're saying, I, I think you... flawlessly. passive aggressive. No, no, but. you flawlessly did that. The The one thing I would add to what y'all are saying is if you are trying to make it work with this person, I would find spaces that are just yours. Mm, oh yeah, so maybe I, if I y'all live that. in... If y'all, I know in this economy, like, how, 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 but, like... If y'all live in a two bedroom, that's great because it's like, you know what? I'm going to keep my tidy little space with my tidy little closet and you can live in your pigsty. Yeah.
1: We got that advice from a friend Kim- Kimberly Vaughn. Yes,
0: yeah, she was yeah. like, "Why the fuck are y'all sharing a closet?"
1: Yeah, you should not share a closet.
0: And now we we I have <laughs> I'm basically living out of three closets cuz I have a a gym and workout closet and then in the guest room I have like any going out outfits closet yeah. and then so when our And then I just have like casual t-shirts and stuff in the closet that I share Mm -hmm. with Ben. So when that closet gets crazy, I'm not completely stressed the fuck out because I'm like, well, I got these other closets. But there was a time where you and I were sharing. We're sharing a bookshelf. We're sharing a closet. We're sharing a bed. We're sharing a bathroom. And those shared spaces got super stressful. Yeah. So when I finally was like, all right, I got a little office space downstairs. Ben can have Ben can make a mess over there. That was helpful for me. Ready to move on to letter number two? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Letter number 2, you did that, babe. Oh, you did that. Go home and do your laundry. All right, letter number 2. We met in college as sophomores. We've been dating for 5 years now. We're getting married in September, and I've been going back and forth about changing my last name. Part of this is that I have associated my maiden name with my identity, and changing name, last names just seems like A lot of unnecessary effort and paperwork. A big part is that I also asked my fiance if he would go through the process to change his name for me, and he refused immediately. So I'm thinking, well, why should I go through the process of changing my name if you wouldn't consider doing the same for me? Maybe I'm petty. One of the pros of switching would be that if we were going to have a family one day, it feels like the supportive family thing to do to all share a last name with our kids if we decide to have them. But I'd also be okay showing our kids that a woman does not need to feel compelled to take anybody's last name if she doesn't want to. One last thing about my name. I love it so much. It really connects me to my brother and his family as well. What should I do? I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: Oh, do do not change your name. I agree. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Nope. The only the reason that Amber wanted to change her name is because, um, like the slavery trauma <laughs> associated with her name, like uh, uh, like Thomas, uh, you told what, me it was yeah. like a slave name. You're like this. You know, we could do. Well oh in-
0: my god, I I probably did not make it that dramatic. But also, I don't make know. It like, like you, 100 Let it me. That can I be mean for a second? Okay, I I do think. So obviously, my last name came from my father's last name, and though. And that family and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to say they're not great people. But my paternal grandfather, my dad's dad, just wasn't that great of a guy. Like, he would beat up on my grandma. They got a messy divorce. And then he just slowly faded into alcoholism. So, like, unlike this person... That family name didn't really have any...
1: Hyphenate your kids.
0: It it didn't really have a lot of weight for me personally. Um, Your kids, Yeah, your kids can do hyphens and that also. I, I think Ben and I, we've talked about this before, but sometimes we don't look like we're family members. So I would send Ben to the store to get a package for me and they wouldn't give it to him because the last names were different. So I was like, why don't we just have the same last name? The baby can have the same last name. We can just make it one big thing but also like if you're saying like no my family and that name means a lot to me like if i if my family had some sort of family business in that name i would not have taken big yeah
1: name. absolutely you should not change your name
0: and there i mean like it is pretty you know we fell into the tradition of like the woman's the property and takes the last name like we did you know a lot of people do that is we, the tradition that is the tradition that's
1: the, that's the start of the tradition but that's not why we did it
0: yeah, but as, as much as we can want to say, like, we're so different, like, we we kind of aren't that different.
1: In that respect, no. In that yeah. respect, no.
0: But um, I don't know. I And I also like the idea of, like, envisioning, well, Amber Thomas is my old name. Amber Wallen is my new stage name. But um, Wallen
1: is a little bit more rare than Thomas. It
0: is. It is, right? And then, it like, Wild sense. Wallen is kind of savage. Fly on the Wallen is kind of sa- – like, you can do a little bit more – with Wallen, than you can with Thomas, in my opinion. But it's it's still a, a beautiful last name. And Thomas
1: the Tank Engine.
0: Yes. Right? Tom, Thomas had never seen a mess like this. That's one of my favorite quotes from the book. Because <laughs> I used to, when I taught high school, of course, my last name was Thomas. And so sometimes I would walk in the class and be like, Thomas had never seen a mess like this. Like uh, my, my mom also still calls me Amber Thomas, obviously, because she's been calling me that for 25 years so
1: it, it hurts my feelings
0: i know oh gosh i'm um, very
1: deeply attached to my name it's how i it's the only thing i have over you of course everything else is in your name you make all the money all the checks are in your name you right baby i'm everything screwed so yeah what?
0: i was the best thing that ever happened to the wallet name oh anyway i, I if you are going back and forth about it i say don't do it it's not that serious especially if your fiance is not giving you a hard time about it now i think i would feel differently if i knew like I don't know if I was if I knew what African country my ancestors came from and that name was went back to like
1: Thomas a very common name from Ghana
0: from Ghana right right I, I think like like friends of mine who are Nigerian and Liberian I'm like girl don't change your name like that's yeah, yeah like but a Thomas is a Thomas is a Thomas this is how I felt about it
1: nothing special
0: sorry if your name is thomas out there <laughs> or your last name is thomas who knows we might have been cousins uh anyway or maybe
1: a slave master and slave owner
0: oh i uh, see i just don't want to be that dark with it but yeah like that's that, essentially that's what you said you're like where that's, that's slave the, that's names the, that's the came slave from nom. the master yeah that's yeah, yeah. A slave
1: name right you still that's still Horrible. part of our society and culture and i think it's yeah. important i just recognize. don't like to say
0: it like that because that might also imply that two black people getting married or essentially just sharing a slave owner's last name. That's what. That's why I'm like, uh But it is. Right. But right. I'm sure there's some Wallens that
1: own slaves too. So may, literally create your own last name. All right?
0: We should have done that. What would it have been?
1: That's what uh, the Black Panthers were doing. They were changing their names. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Of reason. course. For of course. Th- for like revolutionaries yeah. for sure. I think it's, it's
0: what, an we, Maybe response. we should have went with like Tomlin. Tom uh, Wall
1: Tomlin remind. There's a very, there's a very famous like <laughs> Christian worship artist with the last name Tomlin, Chris Tomlin.
0: So Tomlin... no Tomlin or Walmus. You like Walmus? No Walmus. We
1: could. I mean, whatever. We can change it to whatever.
0: Okay. Well, going back to the letter, would you have taken my last name if I wanted you to? If you wanted me to, sure. I don't care. Got you. Yeah, I mean y'all. Now Ben is one of one, y'all. Don't 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 go home okay. and like, ask your partners why? that. <laughs> ben is a very special. I, lo- I love yeah. this man. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're having second thoughts about it,
1: don't. If do you're it. like, please, like, my name needs to be Thomas. I'd be like, all right, all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I'm not gonna, pressed. I'm not gonna fight you on this. No, no, you're not pressed. Um, the paperwork wasn't that bad, I will say. If you're still considering, I don't think it was that bad. It's just like a new social and new driver's license, a couple other things. And my stuff also says like Amber Thomas Wallen. Mm-hmm. So some some people you do have... think my name is Thomas Wallen. I actually yeah. don't even know at this point. Well, no, your Amber
1: middle Wallen. name is Thomas. My
0: yeah. middle name is Thomas. Now that's kind of funky because like Thomas I did a... love that my middle name was Marche. Yeah. So, so you... I feel like I I there's some part of me that feels like, oh, I'll never hear my middle name again. Yeah.
1: You got, I don't know why. You got I didn't rid get of... rid
0: of it. It just can't all fit on things.
1: Oh, your name is Amber Marche Thomas Wallen? I think so. You No. Like, on
0: my, I, like, healthcare card and stuff, it says, like, Amber M. Thomas Wallen, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we might be kicked out of this room soon, so can I ask you real quick? Yeah. Um We went to see Vanessa 5000, which mm-hmm. was a show in town by um, Courtney Peruso. We will tag her. Uh, she's fucking phenomenal. She's yeah. hilarious. She does just, like, alt-absurdist one-woman show comedy and uh, she was electrifying on stage.
1: Yeah, she ha- she had a lot of physical like movements. She pretended to be a robot and her body comedy was really funny. But it she's actually doing something a little bit um in like intellectual when you yes, get down of to course, it. She's of like course. She's like playing with this idea of like mommy porn and like men's desire to like control a sex robot and just desire of control in general. And she does it in this like very tricky kind of way. Um, unf- she
0: does it in like a smart AI ish way. Oh, uh, it was
1: brilliant! Very I'm sort of pissed AI. though. I had to I had to leave um, the 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 theater a little bit early, so I didn't get to see the end, unfortunately. Um, so I I actually don't know how it ends, but it, what
0: there was another ending?
1: Yeah, I, I, I remember I had to leave.
0: No, I, I, I didn't get
1: up and leave. I no, we all
0: left at the same time.
1: No, I I left.
0: Oh I yeah, I didn't get to you see did. It was kind of like a part of the no, show. No, stop. Yeah, yeah.
1: Don't don't say anything. Don't okay, say okay. anything because Sorry. they do something very clever where she calls on audience members, and uh, anyway, it, she makes audience members feel more part of the show than they actually are, and she specifically targets men. And I yes. think she does this in a very like specific, subversive, intellectual way. So I actually Flawless. did not. See the ending.
0: Got it. Um, I see. I was like, you were right there. I actually, we out I didn't.
1: I didn't see the ending. I got
0: you. Well, we gotta go back and see her.
1: Yeah. So, so th- highly recommend this, man.
0: So that's our shelfie segment. Um, if you get a chance, please, please, please go support Courtney Peruso uh, and Vanessa Five Thousand. If you're in New York, she's doing it there, and I think in oh, Edinburgh no. as well.
1: Actually, by the time by the time this drops, like her New York shows will be done. I'm
0: gonna else. share it. I'm gonna share it either way.
1: I hope. I hope she runs with this show. It's still. Still comes about. So, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. That's another great episode. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much again for tuning in to another episode of Fly, Fly, Oda Via yeah. Fly, Fly on the wildin We'll see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. You know they're from TikTok because those laughs keep you coming because they're wildin all the time. Before wild throws attention, listen to our silly anthem because they're wild. And does a dance to please a place And Ben reads books for serving looks Wild is wild and all the time Fly, fly, oh be a fly Fly, fly, come and be a fly on the wall
1: Thank you for listening to Believe.